brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. Jesse is in Atlanta starting off this hour. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my husband and I have, um, we read the total money makeover and we worked diligently to get out of debt. And thankfully now we've paid off our debts and we own our home. Way so to go. we are now in the process. Thank you. Uh, it was actually through your book. God did amazing things through you. Um, but so now we're in the process of looking towards wealth building. And because of that, I've been looking at uh, podcasts and different videos on wealth building. But I've been noticing a recurring theme among a lot of these very well-known people. And it's that they use these phrases. Everybody has a prenup. Either the government makes one or you make one yourself. Um, and I have always been someone that thinks very negatively towards prenups. My husband and I, when we were married, granted we were broke, but we always felt that the word divorce was out of the question and that if you're even considering a prenup, then you're opening yourself up to the possibility of a divorce. So I wanted your opinion as a Christian, as somebody who is wealthy, what is your uh, perspective on prenups, especially in the, in the Christian realm? So it's more in theory because it obviously doesn't apply to you all. Correct, but to, I guess the reason that I'm asking it is because I, I it kind of helps me in discerning are these people that I should get advice from, like yeah. wealth building, is this people that I should be listening to? Well, I, I don't know who you're listening to, and don't tell me, but um, uh, typically what happens in something like that is a financial person is—financial uh, people and uh, legal people both— uh, are the world's worst, and I, I had to break myself of this when I started doing this several years ago, are the world's worst at looking at life through only one lens. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're asking a question through a relational lens, a spiritual lens, and a wealth-building and legal lens. They're mm -hmm. only looking at it for wealth protection. If If you could live a life, which you can't, that wealth protection was separated from your relationships and was separated from your spiritual walk. You can't, but if you could, then a prenup would be a slam dunk. And in their minds, therefore a prenup is a slam dunk because they only see it through that lens. Does that make sense? Yes. So I wouldn't necessarily discredit them, uh, for all of their advice as somehow being a heresy or something like that. I would just say, Whoever you're listening to is only looking at the advice they're giving through a singular lens. Our approach is we believe that personal finance is 80% behavior, and we've proven that. It's not about math, and it's not about that stuff. So uh, our approach is, is that the prenup actually could end up uh, stunting your growth because you're not all in on working together. So okay, when I first started this really show, when I first started this show, I was a hundred percent, never get a prenup under any circumstances. Don't get married. If you love your stuff more than you love her period, mm -hmm. just don't do it. That's how I started. Now, having done this a long time, I have one caveat that I've added about a decade ago to this. And that is if two people are getting married, one of them has extreme wealth. There's an extreme difference. Like I had one guy uh, who was marrying a lady who had $10 million and he didn't have two nickels. Okay. I suggested a prenup to them 
uh, to keep their relationship pure about relationship and not about money. And the mm-hmm. bigger reason I suggested it to them is my now experience 30 years later has been the prenup in that case is not really for that couple. It's for all the weirdos in their families because all of a sudden crazy mother-in-law swoops in from the other side. Once the $10 million golden goose shows up and you got to look at it, then you got a little piece of paper and you look at her and go, sorry, ma got a prenup. Can't do nothing. And so it gives them a defense mechanism against crazy in their family. Cause one thing we know about wealth is it magnifies everything. And that includes crazy. So when you got crazy members in your family and you marry $10 million, dad gum, the crazy comes out, you know? So in that case, I did recommend a prenup in extreme differences, but for 99% of the people, just regular folk getting married. And, you know, I had one lady call me up one time and said her boyfriend had a 1968 frame up restoration Mustang and he wanted a prenup. (laughs) And, you know, my answer to that is don't marry this bozo. He loves his car more than you. You know, that's not, that's the, that's the answer to that. And that's not a, you know, that might not jive with these other guys, podcast or whoever it is you're listening to. But, um, most of the time I agree with where you're coming from, Jesse. And that is the prenup is simply planning the divorce in advance. Oh, oh, 52% of the marriages end in divorce. No, they don't. No, they don't. Not when you take out people with four-year degrees, not when you take out people who regularly attend a house of worship, not when you take out people who the parents on neither side were divorced. When you take those statistics out, almost 90% of the people make their marriage work. Oh, and you're, after, you're older than 22 years old, and you didn't have a baby before marriage. You can take these things out, boom, 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 boom. Success rate of marriage goes way up. You make $50,000 a year or more household income. You didn't have a baby before marriage. You didn't get married in high school. You know, all these kinds, you take all that crap out, you got about a 90% survival rate of marriages. So that 52% figure includes a whole bunch of other crap going on of people who weren't going to make it anyway. So you can't use 52% of marriages in a divorce because they really don't. Jesse, I'm going to ask Dave a question on your behalf. Is that cool? Um, so, Dave, let me throw a caveat in here. Tell me what you think about this. Um, a 55-year-old who's done pretty well, not extreme wealth, um, spouse passes away, and a, marries a 57-year-old who's done pretty well, spouse passes away. Both have kids. Both have cousins. Does it make sense in that situation, again, to protect from family? And, if, and- you, if you wanted to, but you've just got to be very careful because it's uh, you're, you're entering, you're, you're trying to say the stuff – the distribution of this stuff is more important than this relationship. And man, that's dangerous. And so if you don't have an ex- basically if you don't have an exit ramp, we got to figure this out. Yeah. We got to figure it out. Yeah, a good I mean, if you don't trust her to leave your Bible to your son from the first marriage whose mom died, then don't marry her. Then don't marry her. Right. You know? That's what I'm saying. And so I, th- th- there's a whole thing that goes into play here, but yeah, by and large, I'm anti prenup. That would take, because I believe you're planning your divorce. I believe you're asking for trouble, too. and it, you know it's it's cheapens the whole affair and puts a dollar figure to it. And I just I'm not doing that now. If there's an extreme difference, like I said, there's a few times it's okay. You can talk about it, but it's it's a dangerous thing. Thanks for the question. It's a good one. Create your free every dollar budget today. The simplest way to budget for your life.